What is up, everyone? Welcome to Plastic Cards Podcast, the show where we break down the video game news of the week. My name is Fonzie. I'm joined by my co-host, indie game dev extraordinaire, Gavin Jones. Gavin, how the fuck are you? Sleepy. You're sleepy. That's good. I, I stayed up till 1.30 playing Cyberpunk last night. and uh, Have you beat it yet? No, I'm 100 hours in, <laughs> and I still have like half the map worth of side quests to Jesus. do. <laughs> So, what, what point because i beat it already and i guess spoilers uh, but what point are you at in the game uh no idea but i did just have so we we went different we picked different genders which affected certain things mm. so pan am is now my ride or die um oh yeah for sure and i can't romance her which is just that it, that is so frustrating because like she's my ride or die because like sh- like she's literally ready to ride or die for me like completely literally you know what she is for me as well, even though we're not romancing. So it must yeah. be part of her character too. But yeah, I did finally. Uh, although on one of these missions, I did finally activate the mission that's right here, the uh, vending machine mission. Oh yeah, uh, I ran by it naked as a jaybird. Um, I was <laughs> on like, purpose, or did you do that mission where? So there's that mission. Uh, this is it's kind of spoilery. So earmuffs, everyone. Uh, there's a mission where in the in the intro, you and Jackie, it's like probably your first mission where you raid uh, those people harvesting body parts. And so oh. they tricked me and knocked me unconscious with a halo and they were going to harvest my organs. I don't remember that, but I might yeah, so that was a easy to miss miss mission. Okay. And so they tricked me. I'm in there naked as Jaybird. And I had to like steal my shit back oh. and murder. Like I didn't have to murder everyone, uh, but I had to murder everyone. <laughs> let's let's be honest here. Yeah. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, so I was running uh, still naked because I hadn't re-equipped all my shit. And I sure. ran by the vending machine completely naked. And uh, it's like, hey, <laughs> why don't you come on over here? <laughs> I'm going to tell you a joke. Yeah, it's weird that... uh, That's crazy that you didn't get that mission. That mission was amazing. Well, not amazing, but it was neat. It was neato. I must have just uh, passed it somehow. Even the vending machine one, I didn't really see until I beat the game. And uh, now I got the actual thing to where I can trigger it and start uh, playing through that. But I haven't picked it up in a while. Did you... Well, did you do the mission with the cop? Uh, Which mission? There's that dude who you can uh, help out. Yeah, he's got yes. the cyber eyes. Yeah, so I finished his missions, yeah. Okay. I you can't can tell if too. Yeah, I was wondering if you can romance him. Mm-hmm. I if I if I had the option and I hadn't already locked in with Pan Am, that's the thing. I uh unlike um uh, Fallout 4. Yeah. Uh I'm 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 not going to have sex with literally everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's it's tough how selective it is. Although did you see yeah. people have modded, not modded, but they've dug into the files where Really, everyone is romanceable, but they've made decisions to like to make it not so as you play through the normal version of the game. But you can make like Pan Am uh, romanceable for anybody, for any character. Like people have done that. They've unlocked it. And oh. there's uh, not only that, there's like dialogue that's you there You mean as just well. with different genders? Yeah, different genders too. Oh. So they just decided to lock that off, but there's dialogue that they're recorded mm-hmm. for those romance abilities. So they just decided at some point to not let you do that. But it's I in mean, the game. I mean, I think it's nice. It's more kind of accurate with like, Straight people be straight and gay people be gay. Yeah, no, and it there, totally makes sense. Literally, only been one other game that's done it, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, we got a deflated air mattress in the chat. Says, "Bros, just be hoes. It's okay." Yeah, I mean, bros. hey, I'm not mad at it. Bros, just be hoes. That's one of your tattoos, right? You have that. That's 
yeah people, <laughs> it's people your life living vicariously through me and that's uh but yeah so you've been playing cyberpunk what else have you been playing uh spelunky um that's your go-to yep i still can't get past uh the very early sections which kills me um but you've uh you've gone to really dug dig that game like you've been playing it i have i've also just been watching a lot of tv so i went through i finished uh the mandalorian season two um, oh you're not even season three yet nice okay season three doesn't exist um oh no i guess i'm thinking yeah you're right (laughs) you're right which i love so the internet had managed to span spoil everything absolutely everything except for the ending of the mandalorian season two so the fact I had assumed that I knew every big twist. Yeah. I assume I knew it all. And then when that happened, because of that, when it happened, it hit that much harder. When you see the thing fly in, I was in that much more disbelief of, <laughs> no, right. there's no way the internet didn't spoil this. And I, fuck, that was... Uh... That was great. That was such a great reveal. And although I'm on Twitter constantly, so I did see that stuff. Uh, I was spoiled, but, and then I think everyone gave it like maybe two days before they just started dumping all the gifts, like showing what was happening. Did you tear up at that scene? Cause I, I teared up for sure. So I teared up when, um, you know, they have to split these characters. I don't know why we're, you know, spoiler alert, whatever. Well, I mean, it's, it's still recent. Like I only just saw this shit. It was like a month ago, right? I feel like uh, the season finale happened. Whatever. So spoilers, you know, at the end of uh, at the end of the season, uh, you have Luke show up and he just mows for everybody. It's such a dope scene. But he comes to take away Baby Yoda. And I teared up at that scene for sure, because it's just. Yeah. When the helmet came off, that that did me. That's his ultimate like, hey, I trust you and I don't care anymore. And I love you and I don't want to see you go. I got all that from his face. And man, it was it was it was tough because and then I'm thinking, like, where do they go from here? That's why I didn't realize I didn't know if there was going to be a season three because the story feels done. It feels complete. Yeah. Yeah. So they have announced. Uh, so it's there is a season three, but it's not till like next next year because they're going to yeah. do that offshoot show with um, with uh, Boba Fett. And so he has a show coming next year, which normally takes the place of Mandalorian. Right. So that's going to happen. So they are going to continue, but I just don't know what they're going to do. I'm so okay with it because here's the thing. Production got so slowed down this year that next year, like we're going to have a thousand TV shows to watch. No one's going to be able to keep up with anything. Yeah. Uh, Next year's when we get uh, Witcher. um, Oh, season two. Or that's this. I guess it's this year. Yeah, 2021. Because yeah, people started filming this last year. So yeah, this year's Witcher um i think i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure you're right yeah especially we, that with that was 2019 when we got that was 2019 yeah. yeah so especially with uh, disney they've announced so many different shows and they're really doubling down on disney plus so they're all going yeah. to that platform because there's no movies and i guess there's no you know for the foreseeable future there's no place to release movies so they're just yeah. doubling down on content for disney plus i'll be curious what uh, didn't they announce a daredevil movie no but they have the rights now to daredevil and there is rumors that that Guy who plays Daredevil in the Netflix show is gonna reprise his He's role so in Spider Man. Have you been hearing about that like super stacked Spider Man movie that's coming out? Apparently everybody's coming back for that Spider Man. I mean, bring back that guy as what else we do? Uh we got Queen Bundy. <laughs> so in the chat, Queen Bundy uh has a message here that is a long one. She expects me to read. And you told her she was the only hoe for you and that she was better than all the other hoes in the world. <laughs> and then suddenly she's not your hoe no more. 
from Mike Scott, the office. He's uh, dealing with a breakup. And yeah, he, uh, no, I remember yeah, that scene. That scene is amazing. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? The office is gone from Netflix. It's a fucking it? sad time. The other thing I noticed is gone from there that you probably don't care about, but I've watched it. It's like my comfort food show is uh, Better Off Ted. Better Off Ted. I don't know if I've ever watched that show. I, I would recommend it. it you're just going to love it. Um, but Who's in it? Uh, the only one you'd know is Portia Del Rossi. Um, oh, she's dope. Yeah. Uh, oh, and this is probably my favorite role. I love her. Don't get me wrong. I love her in uh, Arrested Development. Yeah. But this is her just like amped up. Uh, this looks uh, interesting. It's it's, it's about show, right? like these people run. It's it's a sitcom. They're in a corporation that's, uh, you know, evil. Um, okay. <laughs> but it's it's just like the writing is too sharp, which that's what kills it is the writer strike. Oh, and like so, were they not able to finish? A season yeah, or whatever? They, they couldn't go into season three. Gotcha. So. And it ends kind of weird in season two, okay. um, but it's on Hulu if you want to watch it. Um, but yeah, that got taken up in Netflix. And uh, I yeah, mean, if you tough. want like a light and fluffy sitcom, yeah, but it's also smart and you're not going to feel dumb for watching it. This is absolutely fucking delightful. You'll just be mad when you get to the end and it's that's all. Well, that reminds me, did you ever watch uh, The Good Place? Which is on Hulu? No, I I will. It's those those same bullet points you touched on. It's smart. It's funny. It's sweet, and yeah. it's fucking hilarious. Honestly, like uh, all right. Hansen's if you, it. I'll watch. The, how many seasons is The Good Place? Three, and they That's they, all? they find, yeah, and they ended it. So all right, uh, I watch The Good Place. If you watch Better Off Ted, I can't make that deal, Gavin. Better Off Ted, really, bro? What? <laughs> yeah, Green Bunny says Better Off Ted, really, bro? What? what? <laughs> yeah, because you kind of pick these weirder shows. It's watch. not even weird. It was amazing. I don't know. It looks uh, pretty old, but it I is just old. never hear anyone. It talking. is old. Yeah, which is I, this bad. was before I moved away from Yakima. Mm. This was. It doesn't mean it's bad because it's old. You're right, but uh, this might just, be ten years old at this point. I just no, never hear anyone talking Jeez. about it. Like I never hear any good or bad. Like I think the internet or world, the world's just forgotten about the show. Nine. That's when the trailer was uploaded, but who knows? Yeah, that is ten years old. Wow, that feels like. Oh, not that long ago. It's weird. It is weird. It's funny, though. <laughs> she says, you're weird, Gavin. Well, so you've been watching oh, some weird. TV. Uh, same here. Like, we've been just watching stuff. And uh, yeah. we did start. So there's another Netflix movie. It's kind of fucking depressing, but it's still really interesting. It has a bunch of crazy actors in it. Uh-huh. But it's called The Devil All the Time. I don't know if you've heard about it. It has Spider-Man. Uh, Tom Holland's in it. Oh, that looked amazing. Sarsgaard, one of the Sarsgaards. Um, yeah, yeah. Is that is that as good as... Is that a show or is it a movie? It's a movie, but it's like two hours three hours long it's pretty nice who's got the time yes but it's really dope we stopped halfway because we kind of looked at each other and we're like uh it's so depressing but it's really good though (gasps) that was a show i finished cobra kai season three i tell you what cobra kai season one depressing as fuck yeah cobra kai season two starts off it's it's like it's it's pulling out of the darkness and then it just burrows so much deeper into the darkness. <laughs> and Cobra Kai season three, ooh, mm. ooh, it was good. Okay, it like it's dark, but like it's like a redemption arc for everyone. Like they made the villain. Oh, oh, it's so. It's a lot of you can't drink while watching that show. You can't do double depressants. <laughs> yeah, it's uh for some reason, whatever it's trying to pitch to me, it just doesn't appeal to me i don't know what it is maybe i need to sit down and watch 
an actual episode, but I've seen like footage and trailers. It just doesn't do it for me. I'd watch an episode. I can't, I, I can't, I won't promise you this for you. Mm. I really won't. That's the thing. At the end of the day, sometimes, you know, yeah. stuff just isn't for me, for you, for anybody. I mean, it's a, it, you know, stuff's different for everyone. I have a coworker who's still trying to give it, convince me to watch Breaking Bad. And every time I watch an episode, I hear you, but that's I'm, a great fuck, man. Great I know it is, show. but but it's it, kind of long, and there's a lot of stuff, and there's there's yeah. episodes where you could clean the house and let them go on, and then you know right. like come back for the big ones. But that's a great show, mm-hmm. uh, or like The Wire. I've always wanted to jump in and watch that. Uh, Sopranos, we got like halfway through and just haven't jumped back in. That's I'm just another. not into characters that are purely a villain. I hear you, but at least with Breaking Bad, you see the development of a normal guy into a villain. I like that progression that you see, but with so, Sopranos, so, it might be the opposite. Because I'm spoilerific, I watched yes. the video essay on the character of Walter White and yeah. why he's, if you watch his mannerisms, he's been a bad guy the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt that, yeah. Like, every time he gets to express violence is when he feels better and is at his peak. Yeah, he's kind of, like, always wanted to let this part of his life or his psyche unleash yeah. and... They go into like the backstory. He was wronged early on in his career. And I think oh. he always has that chip on his shoulder. And it's a great fucking show, Gavin. You got to watch yeah. it. Yeah. It's just, there's like a million seasons. Isn't there like there nine is. seasons? Yeah. So it's definitely, it's a whole, it's a whole yeah. thing to go through. I do love that. I Both those actors though are great. Um, uh, you got, who's he, what's it? Yeah. So man, I'm blanking on their names, but the two main guys you're talking about. Yeah. And the yeah. main, main guy has like the greatest film name ever. It feels like a stage name. It may be a uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah, Brian Cranston. That sounds fake as shit. <laughs> yeah. But it's a great name. It's a great name. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't doubt that it is fake. Yeah. I but, mean, it could definitely be real though. That's like a. I would definitely pick my name if I was going to get into the acting yeah. world. He's a talented actor. I'm surprised we haven't seen him in more. Maybe we haven't. I'm just not paying attention. Yeah, he pops up in stuff. I think after that role, he really gets to like pick what he wants to do, and yeah. so he's only going to go over like the biggest roles and that kind of thing. But. Yeah, he was amazing in Malcolm in the Middle. Like, no, right. one, there's no one on the other side of this issue. No one has to sing his praises. Yeah. No one dislikes. I love their super cuts of like his yeah. scenes in Malcolm in the Middle with Breaking Bad, like kind of pulling them together into one right. trailer. Those are beautiful. We spent a lot of time bullshitting. What have what was your weekend or week? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, same stuff. We're just been watching TV, playing some games. Yeah. But um, I did play a bunch of this game called Greedfall. Have you heard of it? It's a free PSN game right now. So it released 2019. It's an RPG. And um, oh, this was made by this developer. They're called Spiders. Where every time they're like, their games are almost good. That I hear you. Yeah, that's the. They're just on the edge of being good. That's my uh, sentiment when I'm when I'm uh, playing the game. So it's not bad. So me and a Callum Mm -hmm. decided to play it because it's a free PSN game. Wanted to jump in just like just blind and see what we think. And I think he's a bit more positive on it. Mm-hmm. um i'm playing it it's it's all the mechanics are solid like there's really cool rpg mechanics going on yeah. it's just not enough uniqueness in the world to like make me want to play more but it's uh it's like everything they're Ooh, doing look they at that background though that was gorgeous that's the thing the sky boxes the world around you looks really good the character models themselves don't look that great but um you have this world that has some kind of play going on it's like a fictional you know 19 or like 18 something kind of british uh colony or whatever um and then you venture out to this island where there's these weird monsters and stuff it's pretty cool it's just at the end of the day like i know there's better rpgs where if i'm going to spend some time i'd play those like say even the new uh, final fantasy remake i'd play that or like dragon age inquisition or something but but it's a it's a fair game it's just um 
I'm excited to see what this developer does next. Right. Because of when they kind of fine tune. That's what everyone stuff. says with every game they've ever made. Like, yeah, you're on the same. edge of being good. You're so on the edge of being good. Yep. Yeah, that's, it's one that's going to be one of the weirdest positions to be in the industry. Right. Yeah, I kept thinking that it, I had the same idea where it's like I keep I hate having to keep saying that. Yeah. Because it's like this cop out where it's like I want to see what they do next, but I feel that with this game, I feel like they can kind of fine tune stuff and yeah. get some more, uh, just a bigger budget where they can kind of really like flesh out the world and make some unique just more unique atmosphere and but it's a cool game i mean this is a pretty big budget like this isn't like these graphics are yeah what they've done they've thrown a lot of art at this that's the thing yeah i'm not trying to shit on it sourced but it's possible so it's like a french developer i want to say but i'm not trying to shit on it's a it's a solid game it's just like at the end of the day doesn't isn't unique enough to make me like want to play but the story's pretty interesting um there is that but i know that there's possibly better rpgs so maybe i should just spend my time playing that but i did play so i've been juggling this Wow, and that that map on the top is like absolutely one hundred percent Skyrim. Oh, with the way in you the navigate, middle? yes, yeah. for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, playing this and also Man Eater. Do you remember this game with the shark? Uh, I'm a man eater. Yeah. Oh, it's supposed to be dumb arcadey fun. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, and this is another game that comes way farther. Uh, way I think you beat the game or platinum it. But uh, playing that and it's it's decent. Uh, there's some cool ideas there. But it's uh, the the gameplay kind of like is rinse repeat where it's a lot of the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. But it's interesting. I've considered it just because I hear it's kind of hard to run. And so now that I have a decent PC. Oh, OK. It'd be fun. I don't to... see why it would be because I'm playing on PS5. It's uh, technically the like PS5 version of the game. It looks yeah. like a PlayStation 4 game for sure. But um, I can't see why this would be so taxing on PC, but maybe it is. But it's cool. So the, I forget the name of the developer. They've made a uh, tripwire, motherfucker. Yeah, there you go. Killing floor, right? Oh, killing floor. Yeah. That game is right. There is no like guns. There is no game where pulling the trigger on a gun has felt better mm. than killing floor. They absolutely. That's a big statement because you have it. you know Call of Duty and other games that that nail it too. But well, occasionally like when you pull the trigger and it goes into bullet time, and like normally when you pull the trigger instantly fires the gun but sometimes if you have your guy lined up just right for a headshot when you pull the trigger it will go into bullet time and you get the slow uh. and it's just <laughs> you do the voice effects for it oh uh yeah and that's the thing like Callum mentioned he loves that series and so yeah. he's super stoked to play this but i guess it's just it's a different kind of mechanics going on but it doesn't those same skills don't transfer for this game apparently it's not Right. Um, he wasn't having a, a well he had fun playing through it but it was like the way that I, you reach a point towards the end where you become so overpowered where it's just not fun anymore to play mm-hmm. and I'm just like maybe two hours in at the most and he's basically beat it um, I hear it gets very samey instantly I could feel that for the first two hours but yeah. apparently there is more variation you have these alligators these other like great white sharks that you're fighting and then the humans which is a cool aspect to it but uh, yeah. yeah it's one of those games that it's on PSN and it's free so I, I it was no issue playing it but i don't know if i'd pay to play this game yeah, the shark has been absolutely skewered yeah and then you gain health by eating stuff so it's mm-hmm. it's a cool it's, it's it's actually pretty fun in arcade but would you at least say you got your money's worth because i know it's not very expensive well i didn't pay anything so it's a free psn game so i yeah. paid my 15 bucks whatever for the month so you and, got your money's worth yeah for sure for sure especially when playing greedfall too like uh, a lot of the the free games uh, the past couple months have been pretty pretty dope oh. and you had bug snacks uh, last last month so Talking about bug snacks. Yeah. But yeah, playing that really and not a whole lot beyond um, that. You know, I've been playing some like 
just older games. So me and Megan got a Wii recently. Ooh. And so we're playing through Wii Sports and just having a blast. I did challenge my, so we had my nephew over over the weekend and he heard we had Wii, the, uh, not the Wii, we had, we heard we had the Wii and we had Wii Sports. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, bet I'm, I'm the best at Wii Sports. So I'm going to challenge you. So we played, I don't know how many versions. Are people or, still using bet like that? The kids are. So that's, I stole oh, that from geez. you. Uh, <laughs> so we played um, tennis, we played bowling. And I, of course, demolished him at like every game. And I made this challenge initially where I was like, if I beat you throughout all these games, then I get to change your Xbox gamertag to whatever I want. And so I, I beat him. I didn't end up changing it, but my idea was to change it to Wii Master 509. Oh my God. And then, uh, so he, we finished playing. He goes back on and plays with his buddies. And I told him like, you have to tell everyone that I'm the best Wii player that you know. Like that's part of the deal too. It's like, okay. So he goes and plays his buddies on uh, Xbox Live. And he's like, yeah, my... Uncle beat me and I have to change my name to uh Wii Master 69. And it's like I hear overheard him as I'm walking through the hallway. It's like, no, not Wii Master 69, <laughs> Wii Master 509. I don't want you playing telling your friends this. <coughs> There's a key. You gotta get those numbers right. <coughs> I think <coughs> drink went down the wrong hole. Um <laughs> I think I think you're gonna have to rematch though. So I have Wii Sports 2. Oh, okay. With the advanced controller extension as well as the Wii controller plus plus or whatever. It that is. might be the one that we have because it's like Wii Sports Resort. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what we have. Yeah. Then we oh. have the extended doodads to make the, which I don't remember like required, that being required, but I guess they were. It totally was. Yeah. The okay. original Wii remote is hot fucking trash. And then the second Wii remote is so much more accurate. <laughs> Uh, Depeche 83 is asking Reed is asking if you talked about the Titanic he watched a one hour documentary since uh, so he knows um, yeah so my nephew <coughs> Reed which uh, you know and love uh, he's also a big fan for some reason of Titanic and like the the lore of it like the actual event I think the movie too he's really cool I mean, it's, movie. A, it's a fantastic movie but the lore of it <laughs> yeah like he's super interested in the event itself too so oh. yeah my mouse is tripping out there we go but uh, yeah, so I think every once in a while we'll go down the YouTube rabbit hole of like seeing what happened with the Titanic. Do you ever hear the weird conspiracy theories with the Titanic? There's like a lot of weirdness with that whole event. I mean, there's going to be conspiracy theories. For sure. But it's easy to go down that rabbit hole because there was uh, just like weirdness with the company that owns that ship and what they did beforehand and like insurance stuff that might have happened. Like the idea is that maybe it was sunk on purpose. And it's very strange, but it's not really enough to like open investigation or anything, but. It's very strange. I think what one of the things that's most shocking about it, it, it totally makes sense, is uh so with the uh you got another comment in chat. Um yeah. one of the things with it is uh the captain, when he hit the iceberg, he sort of reached a psychological state of there is such an incredible amount of responsibility thrown on me at once mm. that your brain just collapses unto itself. Sure. And that's why he like, and they sh- basically show that in the movie, he becomes like a zombie. Like his brain can't Handle comprehend what just happened. And yeah, cause so, it was supposed to be unsinkable. And then the shit happens where it's, it's now on the verge of sinking and they have to deal with it. And yeah, I could yeah. see where if you weren't ready for that, how do you handle that? Yeah. That load on your mind. But because yeah, they they could have gotten a better gotten in a better position they could have done them a lot of things yep. but they just yeah there's a lot of uh, it's a whole thing but uh, uh it's a pretty interesting story in general yeah 
But yeah, again, we got some uh, video game, video game news we can jump into. Um, some stuff here. I'm going to go back to the top. Now, some of this I got a preview because I uh, managed to catch your your podcasty. Podcast, yeah. So uh, there's a couple of carryover stories from that PlayStation Sweet. podcast over the week. But we got this first one is more pop culture stuff. But we got uh, Kevin Feige confirms Deadpool 3 is an MCU movie, teases R rating, and when it's filming. So this I thought was just cool to get an update on this. Um, did so, I tell you I finally watched Deadpool 2? Did you? Did you like it? So I did. Mm. So I I will go on record as saying I did not like Deadpool 1. I had a lot of cool ideas, but I don't think they're able to like really just really succeed at stuff until the second yeah. one. It's I think a character telling jokes just for the sake of telling jokes is not funny. Um and then and I love Ryan Reynolds, and that's mainly his shtick. Right. Um, but like he was the, born to play that role yeah sure. the story itself was not funny deadpool 2 has a story worth telling mm. every character in that movie is great colossus is great even hypersonic teenager or whatever her name is is kind of funny and her girlfriend is amazing yep every everything about 2 is great and deadpool as a character he gets to be a character he's flawed He's trying to take care of it. Yeah. That works great. The kid is great. Like uh Cyclops's kid is great. I forget what his name is. Cyborg Cy uh, what what is the Cyclops's kid? What is the villain's name? Uh I don't remember. Yeah, yeah like... that's Cy Cyclops's son. Oh, okay. Um Well, I I know what you're saying or I can uh, understand what you're saying with the first one cuz it's more of a quest like he has with his girlfriend and trying to recapture that but the second one yeah. he's more dealing with this crazy cast of characters and i feel like that's just funnier dealing right. with everyone's issues going on well it's funnier and like the fact that like the goal is to like not it, it's not to kill the villain which they changed the mind of the villain but they changed the mind of the kid right and that's just like that's good storytelling it was cool yeah yeah so there is some news on the third one uh there was a lot of drama with wondering as uh disney finally got all their properties the fox oh. property back what's going to happen with Deadpool. So this is from a collider.com. Adam Chitwood has the story. That's right. When Deadpool three happens, it won't be as some tangentially related property with a couple of jokes about the MCU. Ryan Reynolds, foul mouth mercenary is officially joining the Marvel cinematic universe. And he'll be keeping his R rating. Fiji said sisters, Lizzie Molyneux Ligon and Wendy Molyneux are hard at work on the script with Reynolds overseeing, but Deadpool three won't begin filming until 2022 at the earliest. So it's going to be a while, but at least it's going to be R rated. I think that's what a lot of people wanted to see that it stays it sticks with that r rating that makes me wonder if ryan reynolds schedule is like i know this year is going to be somewhat of a wash as far as filming but i feel like hollywood as a whole has gotten better at filming during yeah they kind of figured it out like what yeah. they have to do with quarantining and that kind of stuff but, but a lot of movies are back in production now oh yeah oh yeah but so. uh I, I also thought like watching the second one there is a lot of like r-rated gags in it for sure but does it really need to be r-rated no absolutely not i feel the same way so I wasn't really uh, worried about them having to go like PG-13. I think you can still get that same vibe with it. And that the property of Deadpool, he's in Fortnite. He's in cartoons. He's yeah. almost like less R-rated, more PG-13 anyways. So right. I wasn't uh, well, bothered Well, I it. think it's just because he's immature. And so people, you know, immaturity is going to come with it. People are going to like that random style of humor. Yeah, but, but you can still get that stuff across with PG-13 for sure. Yeah. So I wasn't worried about it, but I think it could... If anything, it makes more sense as PG-13 because there's more kids that like Deadpool than adults, honestly, now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so we got some news on that. It's pretty cool. Uh, we got Lucasfilm Games returns as 
the official home of Star Wars games and more. So this was from today. Uh, in October 2012, you know, I'm going to switch to something real quick before I start rambling off. I got yeah. some 1313 footage oh here. Oh my. This is the OG. Is this that game that got canceled? Yes. So it was canceled when this deal was enacted. In Man, those, those graphics were godlike when this was originally oh, yeah. shown. This was unbelievable. Now, this is extremely believable. Right. Now it's doable, but but at the time, it was way ahead of the time. Yeah. So we got uh, Andy Chalk from PC Gamer has article. It's kind of a lengthy one. In October 2012, Disney dropped roughly $4 billion to acquire Lucasfilm and the Star Wars Multimedia Empire. Six months later, in April 2013, it pulled the plug on LucasArts, the company's game development and publishing division. An exclusive deal to make Star Wars games was made with Electronic Arts later that year, a relationship that by some estimates has not gone as smoothly as expected. And today, Disney announced a new era of storytelling in Star Wars and beyond that will take place under the revived Lucasfilm Games banner. Uh, so it's not clear how the return of Lucasfilm Games will impact EA's license. So EA still owns Respawn, and they did that recent Star Wars game. As the announcement doesn't say whether the name was resurrected as an EA-led publishing label or an in-house division at Disney, Disney CEO Bob Iger said in 2019 that it had a good relationship with EA, and EA CEO Andrew Wilson echoed that a year later, saying the publisher has a tremendous relationship with Disney and it tends to double down on that relationship, but there are only a couple of years remaining in EA's exclusive Star Wars license, ending in 2023, and Disney may have decided that it wants to be free to try its luck with other studios. Um, so yeah, it's a restructuring and it's uh, Lucasfilm is back. They're, they're the games division anyways. Um, maybe we see with them being back, this 1313 coming back to life. I kind of doubt it, but maybe they kind of tackle that project again. But I wonder how far along this game was before they canceled it. Like, can you actually bring this, well, whatever was left back to life and do this probably game Probably not. You probably need to start over again. It's got to be old hardware textures or you know like engine stuff that yeah but this game was I mean, nuts i mean it looks you could do better looking than this right now like this still looks great yes yeah, so this is 2013 or at least when that uh, when the game was canceled 2013 and the yeah, quality that I, they were shooting for was like end of ps4 era so there yeah know, this was impossible at the time right this is very possible now or at least possible like only on pc or whatever but yeah it was it was nuts so but that what this deal calls into question is what happens with the other properties that are, you know, have the Star Wars franchise, like uh, EA uh, owns Respawn, and they're working on those Star Wars games. Uh, what the I forget the name of the last one, but it was um, it was a pretty dope game. I played through it all. Fallen in Order. Fallen Order. There you go. I should I should try that. You have to imagine there's a sequel to that they're working on. Does that is that now in limbo, or do they just keep rolling that out? That was a huge property, and it was successful. You also have the Battlefront franchise, nice. but I know a lot of people are upset with how EA owns that franchise and maybe they're not pumping out the best games maybe it'd be dope for disney to allow like say this is a very naughty doggish game allowing another triple yeah. a dev to kind of take over some game in the star wars Ooh. franchise man i would fuck with a naughty dog star wars game you know what there was a canceled game from amy henning who uh used to she was like lead writer head writer at naughty dog mm-hmm. she was working on a game that was canceled i want to say last year or year before that there was going to be this kind of thing, this kind of like 1313 vibe, uh, third person shooter action game. But uh, that was canceled. So I don't know. They've been working on this kind of stuff, but it just doesn't see the light of day. Right. But it's it's interesting. I wonder, I wonder we'll get more information as the months go by. But I wonder if it's uh, if it's more extreme for these games or if it's going to be just a restructuring for the, like the label of the games, uh, the publisher anyways, that mm-hmm. puts these games out. But I don't know. But I love to go back to this trailer because it's so dope. This yeah. game looked like it was really going to be an awesome, awesome game. Yeah. So in some alternate dimension, it actually came out. <laughs> it but we have 
move on from that one, we got, uh, this is just, I uh, wanted to note that Resident Evil 4, it's the 16th anniversary today. So it came out January 11, 2005. Oh. Do you have any fond uh, Resident Evil 4 memories, Kevin? I remember this game was in development for forever. And I was mm. checking in on it on like Nintendo Power Magazines for... Back when you had to wait or go to the grocery store to actually read these things. Yeah, yeah for forever. And I think I barely got a GameCube right before this came out. And mm. these graphics were... Oh, God, these were mind-blowing at the time. This was photorealistic. Yeah. And the engine, the same like quality of the graphics still holds up. So we're watching yeah. PS4 Pro footage of it, which is like upscaled and stuff. But the standard GameCube version doesn't look that far off from this. It looks yeah. pretty dope. I just recently, last year during the quarantine, the first quarantine, mm -hmm. I played through and actually completed the entire campaign because I never finished this game. Oh, boy. And I loved it, man. I it's really, corny really... as shit. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's just, for this sure. is kind of when like, and people have said this is when Resident Evil, because it's always been like weird and kind of corny and cheesy, but this is when it embraced the cheese. Right. They really lean into it and, and it works. Yeah. I do remember uh, about when this came out, I tried to go to school with my hair done like Leon S. Kennedy. <laughs> and my mom was like, no, go back upstairs. Do you have the cool like fur coat that he's got in the beginning? Well, it's yeah. that split down the right. middle and it's like, you look like a pervert. <laughs> Go back upstairs and fix it. <laughs> Mom, I'm cool now. I think I looked like, like what was that movie where the guy can, can like control the rats with his brain? Like, oh, Willard. Willard. Yeah, like Willard. Movie Willard. Yeah. Is that a good movie? I don't know. I never watched yeah, it. I, I know it, that guy, that character. Because he's also in, um, he's in Charlie's Angels. He's the, the thin man or whatever. And he's just like, he's a good his actor. Back. Yeah, thought, he's a good actor. I haven't seen him anything in a long while. He's, in my mind, he's always that creepy thin man. But yeah. But yeah, it's a game 16 years ago. Um, there is scuttlebutt of the them tackling the Resident Evil 4 remake. Um, you you oh. have to imagine it's going to happen. Uh, I'm so crunk for that for that remake because man, this with like the new Ari engine would be insane. I think the question is, where do you go after you do this one? I don't think you do five. I think you stop at four. I think you're right. Maybe you go back to say Code Veronica because I never got the the love but when it came out. Um, do they do that first, though? They could, but I, I want to see RE4 so bad. And I think yeah. they've already talked about tackling it. They're just going to take time to do it, which right. I think for sure. You could update a lot of stuff. I'd never like the missions with the president's daughter. Um, Why? You could She's get, invincible. You don't have to worry about it. She can her. get kidnapped, though, by, the, by those one dudes in the Yeah, clubs. but how hard is that to deal it with? It was annoying. <laughs> Compared was to annoying. other escort missions of that time? She's not invincible, though. I feel like you can, you, people can at least kidnap her, if not like bite her. Mm. but Holy i think she has shit. one like health bar and stuff this mission was probably the most out of the place mission in the game with the boat but it was still amazing yeah with the boat that was i i really enjoyed it um i mean the game overall but yeah i think there's stuff you can update because it's it's a perfect game but at the same time it's not perfect you could right. you could improve some quality of life stuff and i think just the engine revamp alone would be insane so i cannot wait but yeah 16 years backstreet's back all right megan says in the chat so that's good Good to hear. But uh, it's true. I just thought it'd be cool to take note of the OG RE4. It's anniversary today. Uh, we got this one's also lengthy, but a little interesting. So we got Microsoft tried to buy Nintendo, but got laughed out of the room. This is from Engadget as I switch over to my little B-roll here. So we got, oh, I'm boring you, Gavin. We got Microsoft. Bruh, just <laughs> up to 1.30 playing Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Tries to buy Nintendo, but gets laughed out of the room. This is Engadget.com. Nathan Ingram. 
Bloomberg has published an in-depth oral history of how the original Xbox console came to be. It's a fascinating to read, but one particular passage stands out. Microsoft considered using its considerable financial might to buy developers and set its sights high, approaching Nintendo about an acquisition. Microsoft was laughed out of the room, says Kevin Bacchus, a director for the third-party relations on the Xbox project. They just laughed their asses off, Bacchus said to Bloomberg. Like, imagine an hour of somebody just laughing at you. That was a kind of, that's kind of how the meeting went. Um, so the, the article goes on. It's a pretty dope article, and they just go into detail. And now with the Xbox, the original one, being, what, 20 years old now? Um, they're going through the history and talking to people and kind of revealing some of the insights. And there's another article that will go into more insights on the Xbox history. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I guess it's cool. I, I give them props for the balls to actually meet with Nintendo and try to acquire them. But uh, I don't think there was ever a chance of that happening. I mean, I guess it really depends on when you did it. The, so. Yeah, so the article mentions that at the time, uh, Nintendo always struggled with the hardware of their devices. So Microsoft's uh, point of view was, hey, you handle the software still. We're just going to build you a more competitive box with like the PS2, the Dreamcast at that time. But and that's they, the thing. Microsoft was still a software company at that time. You're right. You're right. And there's other issues with them not really knowing what to do hardware-wise. I think they're kind of promising stuff. Yeah. Um, that's a good segue into the next one, which is just more info on that. By the way, so this reminds me, uh, Digital Foundry decided to put up some footage of playing uh, Butcher Bay recently. Oh, well, I haven't watched it, but I've seen that on YouTube, yeah. That was the original Xbox. That game looked so good. Yep. I'd love to go back and play it, because I do remember that when I, yeah. I think I rented it at the time, and it was just, it was dope. It was gorgeous. The gameplay's fun. And yeah, it, it stands out in my, in my mind as just like just an awesome game. And and I did it release on PC at the same time, too. So that I was like so. a PC port it to console. Have. I just it's crazy how much better looking Xbox games were at that time. That's the than thing. Everything else. I think they had some really dope hardware. Uh, I got to play Half-Life 2 for the first time. That was on Xbox. So that was a PC port. Is that the Rock? Port. Yeah. You ever see this? This is the original reveal for the uh, Xbox. Wow. Back in 2001. He was like a hundred pounds lighter. Yeah, at this, this point. is pre pre jacked, but uh, yeah. So he was there with Bill Gates for the original one. He did a recent thing on YouTube for the Series X launch too. Like he uh, and they okay. used this footage. I think he gave a bunch of free Series Xs to like to various people. But I'm sure. Yeah, and you got Bill Gates who looks like uh, the Rock's gonna eat him any moment. <laughs> but yeah, so this is them kind of uh, not realizing you know that they bit off more than they can chew with the Xbox which is the next story here. So Microsoft took PS2 apart for reference while developing the original Xbox. This is Armina Khan of PlayStationLifestyle.net. Mm -hmm. Former Microsoft executives who were involved in the development of the original Xbox have told Bloomberg... Also, sorry, I'm sorry. Can we look at uh, Bill Gates' stance here? Because this, this friggin' nerd right here... <laughs> what? Uh I'm sorry, Mr. Rock. I didn't. Would you introduce my box? What? Is, how is he supposed to stand? He's rich as fuck. Like he doesn't have to prove anything. I don't anything. know. Throw some confidence at it. <laughs> his wallet is the confidence, guy. His brain. He's letting the Rock, you know, show his charisma and sell this thing. Yeah, he is. <laughs> it's such a like a time. He doesn't need moment. audio. I'm still sold. Oh yeah, I can just hear the Rock at this time. <laughs> but yeah, so going back to this thing. So after Bill Gates showcased a prototype. Of the Xbox at GDC 2000, the team was tasked with turning it into a real retail product. The team then decided to tear a PS2 down. In the old days, there wasn't companies that didn't uh, that did tear down. So we, so we actually had to take a PS2. We took the entire thing apart, put it on a giant wood board. Explained Aaron Greenberg, who still works at Microsoft. We went through every component, every piece, and price it out, and try to figure out how many screws and how much did it cost. Then head of hardware Tom Homdahl 
revealed that this team comprised of less than 20 people were naive about the complexity of the project. This small team not only had to design the product, but also had to figure out sourcing and manufacturing strategies. So you're right. They didn't build hardware and they had to figure this shit out by taking apart a PS2 and, and kind of going with it, which is just nuts to kind of, you know, go back in time and realize that they were just kind of almost winging it with a yeah. huge amount of uh, a huge budget and, uh, you know, people's uh, jobs on the line to just kind of figure this out as they were going along. So that being said, like they're saying it, this article makes it sound weird that Microsoft was tearing apart a PlayStation 2. Uh, I guarantee you to this day, Microsoft is still tearing apart PlayStation 4s. Mm. Sony is tearing apart Xboxes. Uh, Nintendo's tearing apart both of them and no one's tearing apart the switch <laughs> who the fuck cares um but i do but yeah um it's i think you're right they might have more insider people in either yeah. lanes where they don't have to like wait till it comes to market they can kind of and then a lot of the hardware stuff comes to light where they are told like what's going to be in said box before right, right. So they can kind of try and copy it that way but i think you're right where there was a lot of influence early on and they had to look at the competitors and kind of mimic yeah. what they were doing yeah, it's not even really cheating. It's and no, they got they do got to source these parts, and I'm sure there are some things where like let's go to the same manufacturer, right? Like I think it's the same uh, CPU and like yeah, a lot some of them of like Nvidia does a lot of the graphics cards and yeah. Intel. There's always deals with them to make the same components basically. Especially nowadays, like they they mimic hard uh, PC hardware so much, it's yeah. a lot of the same products going on, same internals. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been interesting, and there's been a. Uh, then we'll get more insights with uh, just talking to that original team who worked on the Xbox in the mm-hmm. next couple of months. So yeah, it's going to celebrate its 20th anniversary, I want to say, this year. <whistles> yep. If you feel old now, Gavin. So we got the next one here. Some dope news on a Dishonored uh, new entry in that, or at least from those original developers. Dishonored co-creator. So is this not working on a new arcade game? Yeah. So the way they word that is so confusing. Well, okay. Dishonored co-creator. there's that guy that left them is now working on uh weird west oh sure okay so this... is it just like two people or well, let me uh, drop some knowledge on you again drop some knowledge dishonored co-creator is working on a new arcane game with dishonored and prey developers this is joe scrabbles of ign so we got uh, dishonored co-creator harvey smith is working on an unannounced new game at arcane austin alongside devs from the dishonored and prey teams speaking of vandal and translated to ign smith explained that he had moved back to the austin studio or austin after completing dishonored 2 at Arcane's Leon studio and confirmed that he's, oh. he's not part of the company's next game, but a separate unannounced project. So quote, I'm not on death loop. I'm on something else working with the guys who made dishonored and pray. Smith makes no further mention of what the project could be, nor how far away it might be. It's possible that it could be a new dishonored game, but we already know that any sequel to the much loved immersive sim series would feature new characters after the death of the outsider expand alone marked the end of the series. As we know it, whatever the game ends up being, it will be part of the new era of Microsoft owned Bethesda games meaning it would almost certainly launch into Game Pass and perhaps even be an Xbox exclusive. So, yeah, we got a new game with the the same uh, creators at, over at Arcane working on some kind of game. Uh, I kind of doubt it's anything with Dishonored because as much as that series right. is loved, it was never, like, commercially successful. Which I is mean, it must have been. Otherwise, they'd be shut down. <laughs> well, I mean, I think they're just working on other properties, like you see them with Deathloop and with uh, other stuff where they're just kind of moving along, but... Right. I love these games, but they just don't sell that well for some so, reason. So they did mention something I didn't know. So was Arcane Leon the one that made Dishonored 2 then? That's what it kind of sounds like. Apparently, yeah. So I've only then played the regular Arcane developer game. So I played Dishonored 2, which I finally beat the other month. And that was 
absolutely amazing game right uh the ending was kind of boring though mm. um and then i played prey which is honestly one of my favorite games of i know all you time. love that one yeah oh it was so good um so i after i beat cyberpunk i'm gonna play prey 2 and i'll be curious to see how that kind of influences my feelings on the upcoming death loop which i'm super excited for that one yeah i'm very very excited uh, for so yeah, it seems like, um, you know, from that original team, they were working on some kind of new project. I imagine carrying over the same kind of ideas uh, that you find in Dishonored. Neat. Yeah, it's such a good game. The whole series. Oh, this was like, for the, uh, I kind of remember yeah. this, yeah. And then the sequel for the, or the trailer for that sequel shows off the weird moving, um, that there's a level where all the, the walls are moving and there's like trap doors and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. But yeah, so I don't, I mean, it's super early on, so it's not going to be, it's going to be a while before we see anything come out of this, but new game from these original creators. Hey, I'm excited. We got the original co-creator. I'm sure it's going to be good. I hope it's a new, I, I do hope they take on a new franchise or not even franchise. Just give us a new thing because like I like Prey as it was. It does, it does set itself up for a sequel, but like, just give me more stuff. You guys are so creative. You create these amazing universes. Right. That I want to explore every inch of. Just give me more. Give me more universes. Um, I'm sure I'm going to absolutely love Deathloop. Same. Um, yeah. But then again, you have the Weird West, which is almost them competing with themselves. And I'm going to love every inch of that. So, Yeah, I wonder if with uh, them tackling a new project every time. Well, I do want that. But it's almost like they need one to really catch to kind of sequelize. To maybe pay the bills or something to that extent to have something that's super successful and then let the team also work on these other projects that are more unique. I think these are paying the bills better than you're giving them credit for. I don't think they are. <laughs> they would not be around if these were not paying the bills. I think I think the, that's why we're not seeing a Dishonored sequel. That's why Prey is a new We property. did. We've got the, we've gotten a, a, a the DLC. DLC for both of them. Sure, the DLC. But I mean, uh, we could actually probably Google it, but take yeah. some time. But I think, yeah, that's my, that's my impression that these games don't. You never really hear about people talking about that franchise like the dishonored franchise well people are wrong they are you're right they are but uh, people are dumb yeah um so we got another game or article here about minecraft earth gavin i know you're a big minecraft earth fan. i've never heard of this <laughs> so this is the ar game came out what a year ago uh same devs that do um that did that harry potter one and also pokemon go which yeah. is hugely successful uh, we got Minecraft Earth shuts down earth shuts down on june 30th niantic or something like that niantic there you go yep is this CG or? That's a real live action. Oh, okay. A new update will remove real money transactions, reducing costs, and include all completed unreleased content. Um, so I didn't have that really paragraph very well, but the game is officially shutting down June 30th. They're kind of shutting down the ability to buy new products and whatnot. But this was, uh, you think it would have been a no brainer with the whole AR craze with having people build stuff in real life and seeing it as they walk around on their phones, but they didn't seem to catch on like Pokemon Go did. I mean, did you have any interest in this game? No, I didn't actually know it existed. Okay, well, that's part of the problem I guess they had. But I, I downloaded it when it came out. It's free. And I played it for maybe half hour and then just dropped it. But you can walk around your house and build stuff. You can walk around town, build stuff, leave things for people to see. You can mine things as you walk around. And it's a neat idea. Mm -hmm. But uh, it seems like it just didn't catch like Pokemon Go is still going strong. I mean, that's the thing, though. Pokemon Go, Go is like the dream. Yeah, of actually, yeah, because that game was really built around walking around in a in a world where Pokemon exist and catching them. And yeah, they are now your pocket monsters. Yeah. Besides your anaconda penis. <laughs> but yeah, so that will shut down soon. 
Um, so we got, well, a couple months now. But we got to this one I saw earlier today, too. I thought it was pretty dope. So this is Return to Castle yes. Monkey Ball. And we got the release trailer here, which I have queued up. It's so, I haven't heard it with sound effects and stuff. I don't have the sound on just because Switch is really sensitive with stuff. All right, I'll put it on the Switch. Or Twitch is really, really oh, sensitive Twitch. with audio. But um, so it's a take on Kaffel Wolfenstein, right? But with um, with Super Monkey Ball components to it. <laughs> this is so goofy. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I didn't know I really wanted this, but I do now. Right. But yeah, you can play it in browser, so I have it queued up if you want to play it. <laughs> we may have to. It looks now, like, I'm no bad shooting? at Super Monkey Ball, uh. so... And it's, yeah, it's on itch.io. It's free. But uh, and it seems like there's no shooting, right? You're just the Super Monkey Ball character right. rolling around, causing a ruckus <laughs> and killing As Nazis. As you do. We can end it there for the week, Gavin. Where can they find you online? Uh, you can find me on, what's that website that just got canceled? Uh, Parlor? But yeah, you can find me on Perler <laughs> at uh, White Hot Rage. Uh, but no, you can find me on Twitter at. Maybe we should start posting the show there. If there's a maybe there's uh, community. Perler? Yeah, we, maybe we can. Reach I don't out. think you're gonna go over well there, bud. <laughs> I uh... have to do some white face stuff. <laughs> All right, you can also uh, find the show on uh, Twitter as well at Plastic Pod. That is it for us this week. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.